on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, weekdays from 9 to 11, right here on WKOM 1017. You never know who's going to stop by. One of the leading voices, certainly in the Southeast, on college football, John Bryce with FootballScoop.com. We have with us this morning Mike Keith, voice of the Titans. TWSAA Executive Director Bernard Childress. New York Times bestselling author, author of Three Ring Circus, which dropped yesterday. Mr. Jeff Perlman. The voice of the Blue. Raiders Chip Walters joining us. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome Teresa Walker. High school sports is what we do, but it's not all we do. Don't forget about Top 5 Tuesday and Wild and Wacky Wednesday. Be sure and check us out from 9 to 11 a.m. on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. 1017 WKOM. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Friday morning to everyone out there in radio land and Facebook Live land and podcast land and any other land that you may be listening or watching this show. It is a beautiful Friday outside as we see some sunshine coming through the clouds. Hopefully melting some of this snow so we can play some basketball. In the next few days, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, man. Seven minutes past the nine o'clock hour here on this Friday edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. I'm Chris Young. I'm joined by Mo Patton, JP Plant, coming to you from our humble abodes one more time this week. A whole week of being at home. I wonder if this is what it's going to be like when, uh, once, once we have the, the little one. <laughs> Who knows? all up in the air right now we'll find out later but Mo, no, we don't hear any crying in the background so this right isn't now. what it's going to be like so yeah. you're right you're right what's going on man how are you i'm good i'm good happy to be here at the start of the show <laughs> right yeah that's always a positive it's always positive uh man jp it's friday how you feeling? yes it is it's um uh, yeah it's been an interesting week um same spot uh, just down the hall from um, from the bed, which is nice at times, but um, sometimes you, you kind of get a little cabin fever. So, yeah, it is nice to see the sun and the glistening um, on the snow. Uh, it's a beautiful sight. I think we'll see a little bit of melting today. I think uh, we're going to uh, – Jody and I are going to try to get out and, and uh, construct some sort of a snowman to greet drivers on the road um, – as they drive by the house this morning before the snow goes. Here's the thing. I'm not sure if that snow that's out there at this point is snowman buildable. Actually, I think it's probably frozen. This is yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we were able to gather snow, and this is good snow. Is it? Good packable snow. snow. We, 
yeah, this is the snow that we had that that we've had before yesterday or before Thursday or around what Wednesday around four. Mm-hmm. I think that was that last really good one. Uh, it was not good snow. It was mostly it was mostly sleet and ice. This mm-hmm. is good snow. I mean, we we saw Bronson Bradley's uh, <laughs> weight <laughs> weightlifting champion out there. Uh, so. Yeah, this is this is good. This is good snow. I, I think you'll find this to be to be uh, usable, JP, because Sarah made snow cream yesterday with the good snow. So yeah, I think so. There, our neighbors across the street, uh, on on across both streets, have uh, snowmen uh, and snow women uh, as well. Uh, one our neighbor has a has a man and a and a and a woman, a nice couple that are waving to the uh, driver. So yeah, I think I think we're going to be good. A chance to get out and. Because it's it's um like I said the snow walking out taking some couple of pictures, it goes halfway up my boot. It's um we're not used to that yeah. down here. So you said across both streets. Do you have a corner lot, JP? Yes, yes, a corner oh, lot. Yeah, look at you. got a got a uh, the the second most traveled road in Lawrenceburg, Springer Road, which is the road hot uh, Lawrence County High School's on. Yeah. Um. So we face that road and then. Um, we have a, a side street that perpendiculars up to that road. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So a little, little corner. Okay. Cool. Huh. This guy, this guy. Yeah. Right. Corner, corner lot, C- corner lot across yeah. from the high school. Yeah. C- city living in, in Lawrenceburg. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, both worlds. Uh-huh, right yeah, city living <laughs> in Lawrenceburg. Yeah, in Lawrenceburg. Yeah. <laughs> be nice. I mean, just because you can't can't get Verizon in Lawrenceburg. Yeah, I know. Yes, you know, still- yeah exactly. So here's something mm-hmm. I want to I want to talk to you guys quickly about this morning, the first part of the show, because I, I I'm curious if you guys will will be taking part in watching any football championship subdivision games this weekend. I think we're going to try to. Is that to. your question? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, if I'm, if I'm channel surfing and I come across it, I'll probably watch if, you know, if that JSU Tennessee state game had come off and it was on somewhere, I probably would have tried to watch it. I'll probably take a look at the schedule and see what's on and maybe, Maybe try to watch a little bit because, I mean, I'm not the FCS fan that you are, but I am an FCS fan and I'm a football fan. So, yeah, I'm not going to watch Tarleton State and Texas State or whatever. But, you know, if it's somebody of local interest, it's maybe got a local kid or something like that. I'll probably try to check it out. Well, Sunday, Jackson State makes their debut with primetime at 2 p.m. Coach Prime. Mm. So I'm just saying that might be worth uh, tuning in. It's on ESPN3. Who have they got? Uh, Edward Waters. So, yeah. It's probably not going to be a good game. I will probably watch for a quarter or so just to see what's going on. I.e. what Dion looks like. But at 2.30 – Mm-hmm. Austin P will be at Tennessee Tech, and so that will probably be a game that if I'm not at <clears throat> a D two middle region game, that I will take part in. 
or or a eleven triple A play in game. What you know? That's a good question. What what time are those? I didn't even. See, I, I see. I, I had the email up and then turned the. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Anyway, we'll get to that later. But um, and then Samford plays East Tennessee State at one o'clock on Saturday, so that could be a good one too. Um, I'll probably watch some. I don't. I, most of these are on ESPN Plus, though. So like, you can't. You're not going to find it channel surfing. You're going to have to go look for it. You're going to have to ESPN Plus it. Well, if, which if is I have to go look for it. Then that might be. A bit more problematic. I think we'll there are. I think there are some games that I will seek out, mm-hmm. but I just have ESPN Plus just on my TV. So, like, if I go to ESPN Plus, I can just scroll through the games and I see one that I like and just click on it. Right there, you go. So it's kind of like channel surfing. Yeah, you got the <laughs> app, right? The ESPN Plus app, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, TV. it just it's a good way to it, do it. You know, yeah. you may have to come over to the house one weekend when when Set travel is actually doable and kind of hook a brother up because I, in case you've not gathered it over the past few months, I'm a little technologically <laughs> challenged. So, you no, know, I mean, yeah, we can set that up, no problem. That's it's pretty easy to do for someone who's some, done it for years. I'll get, I'll get some pizza and some beverages, and we'll you be. can hook hook me up, and we can. Chill. I do like that. Do you guys have Pluto TV on Roku? Uh, have the option for Pluto? Yes, I have not viewed it. But I'm not, yes, I'm not familiar with it. Oh, this is a, because you, again, I'm <laughs> technologically challenged. If you have a Roku, Which download download the Pluto TV app because it has they have entire channels of just one show like if you like forensic files you can just watch forensic files 24 <laughs> <laughs> 7 but why would you say forensic files have i mentioned that on the show at some point yes you oh, uh okay. when, we, when we had our true crime top okay. five, your number one all right cool um but you can i mean literally that's what i put on when i go to bed so because that guy's voice is just perfect for sleeping uh <laughs> and so but anyway like it's it, it's really cool like they have they have movie channels they have now you have to sit through you know 30 45 seconds of commercials on occasion but it's not anything like watching it on tv and it's absolutely free doesn't cost you anything and apparently there are now uh some games that you can watch uh, fcs games will be on pluto Southern Utah and Northern Arizona and Weber State and Idaho State will be on Pluto. So that's interesting in itself. But, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. That um, Pluto, huh? Okay. Pluto, T- Pluto TV is showing live football, so that's interesting. It is. Uh, I will also be checking out UAPB next Sunday, Saturday as uh, Kenton Evans makes his debut at Arkansas Pine Bluff, but there's that. Who have they got? Um. Who do they have? I, I literally just clicked off of it. Um, it's going to be um, Texas Southern. Mm, okay. So that'll be a good one. Anyway, I'm going to be watching FCS football. You guys know that I'm going to watch it either way, but I, I do think it's pretty cool. Yeah. You, you, ought, to, you ought to tweet out uh, when the games are on. Uh, as, you, as you pull up, uh, Chris, and, and start viewing, just shoot yeah. a tweet out. Let folks know. Hey, yeah, remind this, folks like you know, 
Mo and myself will get those notifications and we're like, oh yeah, cool. see, watch that. I mean, when I when we did the AAF stuff, I was very um, Twitter active. Of course, there were a lot of people live tweeting the yeah. AAF stuff, <laughs> and it was a very active Twitter community. I don't know what that meant for anything else, but the Twitter community was very active. Uh, anyway. I think it uh, meant that a lot of people were paying attention to it and that it was a pretty good brand of football on the field. I, I thought it was pretty enjoyable to watch I thought as so. spring football goes. Yeah. Spring minor league football. <laughs> uh, they they really got to put those uh, those microchips in the balls, man, in the NFL. They just got why, what, what's the deal here? Why still, for spotting purposes? Yes. Why? Why are we still spotting with with eyeball guesses? It doesn't make sense, but whatever. Oh, and yesterday found out that Nate Oates was going to get a three year contract extension through twenty twenty seven, and his base salary is going to increase to three point two million per year. Eight years ago, Nate Oates was coaching high school basketball at Romulus High School in Michigan. <laughs> that that proves that there's hope out there. Yeah, if if, if you know Danny White. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny White didn't have a whole lot to do with this latest. Nah, would, would he be at Alabama if, if not? He hadn't been at Buffalo. Right question. <laughs> but, Highly you know, unlikely. Three point two mil is still less than half of what. The other guy down there is making, right? Yeah. <laughs> I bet he brings in about half the revenue, though, too. So mm-hmm. there you go. That. All right. Let's, uh, let's get, uh, let's get it out because JP did throw up on our screen here. Coming up in hour two, we will talk about last night's huge win for the Lady Vols. Big loss for the Nashville Predators. We've got VP of Baseball Operations of the Nashville Sounds, Doug Scope, will come on with us. And of course, we'll talk NASCAR. With Chicken Man. That's all in hour two today. In hour one, next segment, we will talk with Chris Pointer, Murray County Athletics Director, about um, district tournament schedules and the decisions that went into to those scheduling changes. And uh, we'll also talk about last night, I went over to the Curb Event Center to check out Belmont and Jacksonville State, and former Independence standout Grayson Murphy had a pretty big play in that one so we'll talk about all of that um in this hour right before we get to the rundown real quick i want to mention that it was uh, there was a a change in the 12a district tournament schedule this uh, yesterday they are not going to play a semifinals or finals loretto and summertown will take their one or two seed uh to the regional tournament, and they are playing for the three and four seeds. Um, the the highest, so whatever seed you are. So if if Perry County's boys win and Collinwood or or whatever, whatever seed you are, it will go in one, two, three, four order um, in this after the quarterfinals. So they're not going to play a, a a championship. It's just going to be the one game, and then they will send folks to the region tournament based on that so that's pretty revolutionary (laughs) let me tell you perry county folks are not happy 
And I can understand. Well, I can understand that because uh, they felt like they got a shot at the number two seed probably if they were to play Summertown. So, uh, exactly. I don't know who made that decision, how that decision w- got here. It was not by unanimous vote. I can imagine it was not. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, there you go. They're not going to play a district semifinals or finals. So, hmm. anyway. Let's uh, let's give you this weekend's schedule because we have we do have some games scheduled and it looks like they may get played. So let's give you this weekend's rundown. This is the rundown. The Friday rundown is brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The voice of the Blue Raiders also wants to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Contact Chip at 615-542-1915. Or through his website at choosechip.net. Chip Walters, proud to support local youth sports in Southern Middle Tennessee. In the D- Division 2A Middle Region Girls Quarterfinals on Saturday, Christ Presbyterian Academy goes to Clarksville Academy. Providence Christian hosts Nashville Christian. Donaldson Christian travels to Bell to Bell Buckle to take on the Lady Web Feet. <laughs> and Middle Tennessee Christian goes to Good Pasture. In boys' action, it'll be Battleground Academy at Good Pasture. Davidson Academy traveling to Bell Buckle to take on Webb. CPA is hosting Friendship Christian, and Columbia Academy travels to Donaldson Christian Academy. Um, those semifinals will take place on Sunday at the Higher Seeds. Also on Sunday, in 11 AAA play-in action, Independence Girls go to Centennial, and Dixon County's boys will host Spring Hill. And there you have your Friday rundown brought to you by Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Check him out, choosechip.net on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. All right, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk to Chris Pointer, Murray County Athletics Director, about some scheduling issues and, and decisions made. Uh, for Murray County Schools in district tournament play. So stay tuned, stick around. You're going to want to hear what he has to say on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Hey, folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you.
School Sports. Here's Mo and Chris. Welcome back into the show. As we approach the bottom of the 9 o'clock hour, we are here with you on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. We have a lot to talk about going through the rest of the show because this this show is jam-packed, and I'm really excited about it, uh, especially in this next segment because we get some... We get some some in depth explanation and 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 uh, kind of what goes into some of these decisions when maybe maybe Sunday you see you know snow melting and 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 blue skies and whatever, but not always is it as simple as that. And so on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning, we have Murray County Athletics Director Chris Pointer joining us to help us uh, with some insight into how those decisions are made and what went into uh, moving some local games to Monday. So, Chris, welcome in. We appreciate you joining us. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing today? Doing well, Chris. Appreciate you taking some time with us. I know even though... School has classes have been interrupted. I'm sure it's been a busy week for you, especially, you know, as Chris said, with um, with basketball postseason looming and that kind of thing. A lot of moving parts here this week, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, we're at home, snowed in, but still working. And I'm just trying to keep my kids in the house for 20 minutes, you know. Just, just give, just give me twenty. That's, that's, that's all I ask. I, pro- I promise. In twenty minutes, the snow will still be outside. So, uh, you know, just enjoying family time and working in between, and you know, just, you know, just trying to get prepared for this upcoming week. So, with that said, you know, we got a quote updated eight triple. I think maybe on Wednesday, and it reflected games taking place either tonight, tomorrow, or Sunday, um, those quarterfinal games. And it looks like now those have been pushed further back. It's, it's again, speaking of moving targets, right now, AAA is set to resume on Monday. Is that correct? Yeah, they're set to resume Monday. And what it appears, <clears throat> this is just preliminary conversation, there's going to be a Zoom call meeting at 2 o'clock. But it, it appears that they're going to kind of follow suit of what's happening in seven AAA, which is uh, the Williamson County Schools. And so the Williamson County Schools, because they've gotten their playing game out of the way, which eight AAA has done as well, they've already kind of gone ahead and kind of really what I think probably a lot of districts across the state will may follow suit is start playing the first round on Monday. And um, and so that that appears that AAA will follow suit in that. Now it's only just been a few emails, kind of being thrown around, and they will solidify everything uh, today at two o'clock, which will will also tie into um, um, you know going into the region games as well. And so they're trying to they're trying to make sure that you know teams aren't playing you know you know more than two games back to back. They got a day off. You know, there's a day off for region games. You can, you know, they're trying to coordinate an opportunity for you to go out and possibly scout teams. And so they're just trying to coordinate and work through all of those logistics and details that, you know, the coaches kind of, 
kind of have asked for and anticipate year after year. But obviously, as we know, this year is far different than any other year that we've had. So, okay. so right now it looks as if Columbia Central's girls would play their quarterfinal game on Monday against visiting Lincoln County. Is that yeah, pending today's yeah. Zoom meeting? I think for I think I think for the most part that game is probably more than likely a lock. Now, if at two o'clock they could all change, right? I mean, they could play on the they could wind up playing on a different day. Who who knows? But as it stands right now, you know that Lincoln County Central game is 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 a go for uh, for Monday right now. Okay, and then. Boys and girls semifinals right now are set for Tuesday with girls championships on Wednesday and boys on Thursday, or bo- or all championships on Wednesday right now. Um, if they if they and I don't know this, and I guess that's what the two o'clock meeting is about. So if they follow what seven AAA is doing, basically Wednesday will be an off day before semifinals. And then Thursday, uh, February 25th, boys and girls semifinals. And the Friday game, you would have a day off again. And then Saturday would be boys and girls club, boys and girls club, boys and girls consolation championships starting at six and seven. And so that's just kind of what they're doing out of Murfreesboro. And it appears on the email thread that there are several coaches that are in favor of that. Now, obviously, that extends beyond, you know, the deadline of when you're supposed to have games completed. But, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, we're in the middle of a snowstorm or just getting out of a snowstorm, actually. Uh, and I think there's a lot of flexibility that's taking place. And I think it still aligns and puts us on track to the state tournament in basketball and doesn't necessarily throw us off from that. So, I, I would venture to say that after the two o'clock meeting, which I will not be a part of, I won't be a part of that call. But I, I would like to think that the vote amongst the district will be to take this similar format that's already been outlined in seven triple A. That is interesting because the region tournament is set to start on Friday. Uh, the 26th, so I'm I'm curious how that will affect the region tournament. But the region tournament is basically a, a you know more than a week long, <laughs> so we can shorten that, and I wouldn't be upset about it. We're talking with Murray County Athletics Director Chris Pointer on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. So, Chris, when when you talk about eight AAA and you talk about eleven AAA with Spring Hill. You're talking about places that have access to major roadways, but we don't have – all of our schools don't have access to those, and that's one reason that 10A uh, especially is having to deal with uh, pushing back some of these games. You, you guys can't play when you can't get down the road in these rural areas, right? Right. So, so in our 10A schools, of course, you know, you know, Mount Pleasant, Santa Fe, Cullioca, Hampshire, those schools, I mean, the farther you go out in the more rural pockets, the more difficult it is. Salt trucks can't get down there. 
you know, travel becomes even more difficult, but more so than that, just the campus itself. And so one thing that everybody has to take into consideration, if you look out your window, right, in most neighborhoods, your streets are probably covered, your yard has probably got, you know, three to four inches of snow and, you know, another two, two, two inches of ice underneath that. That's exactly what our parking lots look like. And so we don't necessarily have a, you know, system or, uh, or equipment like the city or the county would have to come in and just basically show off parking lots and sidewalks in and out of campuses and starting those. And so you also have what you would also consider a liability there by not having all of that cleared off. And then, you know, we got young drivers. So, you know, 16 years of age, you can drive. And we also have to take that in consideration that, you know, in some households, you know, may not have a ride to practice. And, you know, we're, we're wanting and trusting, you know, young people to, to drive in, you know, inclement weather and, you know, unsafe road conditions. And so that also has to be taken in, in consideration that that's a possibility. And with open enrollment in, in our district, you know, you could have a kid that lives in Kalioka. I don't think this is the case, but this is an example. But you could have a kid from Kalioka that's driving all the way to Spring Hill High School. Or you got kids from Kalioka driving into uh, Central High School. Or you may have a kid that lives in Columbia driving into Santa Fe. So you have to take all of that in consideration. And you want the roads to be as clear and as safe as possible, you know, when, when you know, folks are up and down the, you know, the, the side roads and, and some of the, you know, the major interstates, even where some of our campuses sit off of the 10A and 11 AAA. You know, um, Chris, as you, as you talk about, you know, player and student safety, uh, I guess that's a major concern for you guys, or it needs to be anyway. And so, um, I guess addressing all that has to be a big piece of where where you've gone and what decisions have been made. I think um, in 10A, the play-in games are set for Monday, and then going forward from there um, would have been tough to get on campus any earlier than that, I guess. Yeah, very tough. I mean, again, I mean, I'm looking out my window right now, and I live, you know, a rock throw away from Murray Regional Medical Center, uh, right out of James Campbell. And literally, my neighborhood is solid, completely solid. Uh, that's from my yard into the street. And uh, I think the salt trucks got up our road maybe once, but haven't been back up our road since then. And when they did get here, I mean, it was it was completely covered. And so, you know, like you mentioned, the 20, Monday, Monday, you know, you know, bar anything unforeseen such as a, you know, like we did yesterday. I mean, we got another probably quarter to a half an inch of snow. We got a steady hour and a half, two hours worth of snow yesterday that I didn't even, I think I was looking at the forecast, didn't even realize it was coming in. And so, you know, the 22nd is set for, you know, Mount Pleasant at Santa Fe and Hampshire at Mount Pleasant Boys. Uh, and then, of course, on the 23rd, that'll be the girls and boys first round. So the winner of Mount Pleasant and Santa Fe will be at Richland. And then, uh, Kelly will be at Hampshire girls 
and winner of, winner of Hampshire, my pleasure, Richmond boys and Kaleoka Santa Fe boys. So um, that's that's kind of what we got set for uh, the 22nd and the 23rd in, in 10A. So expect to get that one played before Friday. Yeah, Friday. Um, what is it? What is Friday's date? What is the exact date? The 20, the 20, the 24, 26. 26 is Friday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 26th is Friday. So, yeah, the 24th. The 24th will be the girls' championship in Constellation, and the 25th will be the boys' championship in Constellation. Gotcha. All right. And I'm, well, that... and I'm, uncertain, on, I'm uncertain on the region the region layout right now, the region forecast for that is right now. Well, I, I mean, I would assume that if if it's done before Friday, that it would make sense that the region would just start on time. Now, obviously, there are what who knows what might happen between now and then as far as uh, as far as weather goes. But you know, is uh, it's scheduled to start the twenty sixth? So I would assume they would just start it on time if if they're done by then. Of course, that doesn't mean everybody's going to be done by then. <laughs> Just because ten a is doesn't mean that eleven a is or or nine a. So uh, who knows? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and and you may have this thing where you know they want two days of prep time. I mean, I don't I don't know if that's going to happen because kind of what has happened in the past is you know there's been kind of this two days before region games start up so the coaches can go they can prep you know they can call other coaches they can get film in. You know, they're going to change up adjust offensive and defensive schemes. So, I, I mean, they may start Friday or they may say, look, we got to have a day off and start Saturday. Yeah. Or they, or, or, <laughs> or they may do like, you know, what's being proposed by seven AAA and eight AAA, uh, you know, kind of that, you know, their region, which is the start corner final games, higher seed on Monday, the first. Well, you know, it's it's funny you say that because particularly this year, if if there was ever a year for this to happen, it feels like this would be the year because we're not at central sites. So you can kind of be more flexible because you're talking about playing at host sites. So yeah, interesting that that that, that the pandemic changes might actually help with the flexibility here. So. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> oh, Chris, man, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate your time uh, on the Parks Murder Sales Hotline and uh, always enjoy your insight with what you bring, and we appreciate what you're doing for our school system in Murray County. And absolutely, and I hope to have, uh, you know, what's going on in 11 AAA. Hopefully they'll have emails and correspondence today right now. Uh, you know, the boys game, Spring Hill High School boys versus Dixon was scheduled for a Sunday. Obviously, with our district's announcement that no one would be playing or traveling uh, until Monday, uh, we, in, in my conversation with the district AD up in front in, in Williamson County, uh, they're kind of working out a scenario themselves. But their, their big issue is that they have not had a play-in game, whereas other districts have. So that kind of throws an additional monkey wrench. But with the possibility of most regions looking at going to March 1st to start the region, that could open up some some opportunities. And then that would be the playing game, I would assume, would move from Sunday to Monday. And the girls, Spring Hill High School girls, 
would more than likely move down and play beginning on Tuesday against Franklin and host that game. So we'll see what happens. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's new information for us. So we'll we'll definitely uh, take that and, and and run with it as well. Chris, thanks again once again for, for your time, and uh, we appreciate you here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, when we come back, we will talk a little bit more about what he just told us and uh, maybe some Belmont JSU uh, notes as well. So we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Stay tuned. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. sports and beyond it's on southern middle tennessee sports today welcome back into the show we appreciate you guys uh hanging out with us here on wkom we are on facebook it's uh it's live on facebook as far as i know uh we did have some folks asking I believe we are on Facebook. If you want to be a part of the show, you can comment. Uh, just search Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, and the live video should pop up, and you can watch that, comment, like, love, laugh, whatever. doesn't matter. Whatever you guys want to do. Uh, share it with all your friends. Let them know that, that we are talking high school hoops and more on on the show today. Uh, district tournament schedules have been just nuts, Mo. <laughs> and that to is- say the least. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, Chris dropped some information on us just now that really has thrown some of what we thought we knew into question. So we're we're going to scramble here over the next bit and try to try to see what we can figure out. Obviously. What we expected to see was uh, on Sunday, Spring Hill traveling to Dixon County for a 3 o'clock tip-off in the boys' play-in game. But uh, according to Chris Pointer in our last segment there, uh, Murray County schools have basically said none of our teams will be playing in uh, until Monday. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how 11 AAA is going to handle that. Because uh, I mean, pushing pushing their their games back a whole day would be really tough for them to do. I mean, well, and, they're and, ready to play Monday night. And and I think, in all honesty, 
you, you don't want to be disrespectful of anybody, but I don't think that throwing your entire schedule into disarray over one boy's play-in game is where the district is going to be at. So this might just be a game that doesn't get played and Dixon County may get advanced. Yeah, I could certainly see that being a possibility. I uh, would love to. I mean, it's still not it's still not as bad as what 12A is doing, so. There's that, uh, and that has been confirmed via um, the Summertown Twitter account as well. So they're planning on playing region tournaments on Friday the 26th. And 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 Saturday the twenty seventh. This That's, is Region Six AAA that you're talking about. No, twelve A. Oh, okay, Region Six A. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't imagine that we would see. Uh, you know, I'm curious how how eleven A is dealing with their tournament. One good thing about, I mean, I guess these particular districts is they're four and five team districts. You know, they're not they're not huge mm-hmm. districts. So I guess I get that. Well, I mean, tw- twelve yeah, twelve A is a six team district. So yeah, but it's still not as big as having to deal with maybe like an eight AAA or, or the nine team district that we see in eleven. Yeah, I mean, you've got nine teams that you're dealing with in eleven AAA, and so there's um. Pretty much everything, even even those number one seeds going forward, are are up for grabs. So, I mean, you know, dropping back to 12A for a second, uh, you can certainly see where Perry County would be a little – Perry County's boys would be a little bothered by this plan to go forward from the standpoint that they had split with Summertown during the regular season. Um, Summertown getting the number two seed by – you know, tiebreaker criteria, basically, or by, you know, finishing ahead of them. But in head-to-head, those two had split. So they felt like they had a shot at winning that game and, and earning that number two seed for region play, which is a home which game. is accompanied by a home game in the opening round of the region. So, so yeah. I would almost argue to play that one. I mean, even if you don't play any other one. Just play that one. For the how, you gonna, how, how do you justify playing that one and not playing the other one, though? I mean, I, I'm because you're not going to play a championship game. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if, if I understand what the thought process is, hey, we want to get to the region tournament on time, but man, that's that's a tough pill to swallow if you are the Vikings. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, and I get that. But uh, I think I think we're in a situation where a lot of people are swallowing a lot of tough pills. I mean, decisions have to be made, and and they're not always going to benefit everybody. That's correct. And honestly, I mean, I I, I don't mind the idea of forcing the region tournament to be pushed back because. This this Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday thing is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's ridiculous. There's no need for this. So, but, 
Um, I, I think what's happened is coaches have gotten used to having that time, that, that prep time, as as Chris referred to. And, you know, we're such creatures of habit in the coaching profession. Uh, I say we, that's, that's at Royal We. The next game I coach will be my first. But, you know, these coaches are such creatures of habit that it's like we, we got to prepare, you know. Do what you do. Let the other team do what they do and see what happens, uh, especially with everything that we're dealing with. Guys, if I may, I've got a question on this topic, if I can jump we in here. We won't know, but go ahead. Um, but I, it, does this scenario with what we're dealing with raise the, the question or the, the need for the TSSAA to have – protocols for district tournaments as opposed to let each individual district determine how they get to the region do we need something across the board that says this is how you operate in instances such as this i think these instances such as this are so few and far between that this isn't going to be the motivating factor for that i don't think this is this is an extenuating circumstance this is not common and so to answer your question, no. Perry County might propose it, though. They might propose it. <laughs> and it might not go any further. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it, this is this is certainly something. I mean, it, it just doesn't happen often enough for that to be the basis. I mean, if, this, if something like this happened three or four years in a row, then you might see that. Uh, I would wager that you're not going to have, you know, a snowstorm and a pandemic impacting your postseason for any length of time, you know, going forward. So, yeah. All right. Well, I I agree with you. I don't think there's, I don't think that's going to happen. Because one, I don't think the TWSAA is ever going to change their postseason methods, which we all know how I feel about that. Um, so <laughs> anyway, okay, I just texted um, John Farmer, athletics director at Spring Hill. When do your boys play at Dixon County? Uh, and the response is, and I quote: "We are not sure of a game time right now. Most likely." Most likely Monday afternoon. I wonder if they would play Monday afternoon and then have to play a doubleheader. So you're going to play. So somebody's going to have to go from Dixon County to Franklin uh, to play a second ball game. And you know what? That may just be what has to happen. Maybe they play at Franklin. I don't know. Mm. You're right in the middle, kind of, sort of, not really. That. That's interesting. Now, the X factor there is you want to bring two teams in in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, no, but I mean, you, you if you if you're going to do it with girls and boys doubleheaders, what's the real difference? Um, there's not really a difference, is my point. No, actually, no, no, you're you're right. It's right. actually one fewer team, so <laughs> potentially. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, this postseason has. As as we just talked about 12A, you're, you're seeing some creativity. So 
you know, at a neutral site and the winner playing a second game on the same day. And they do it at AAU all the time. Yeah, they, they play doubleheaders all the time in, in or more. Also, yeah, that that's it's not unusual. So we'll we'll see what happens. We will keep you updated as soon as we know. You'll know. That's all we can tell you. Um, didn't get a chance to react to uh, Grayson Murphy's heroics last night in that Belmont JSU game. So we will do that on the other side of the top of the hour when we also talk about uh, Tennessee's Lady Vols. Huge win. We'll mention that the Preds lost, and that may be all you hear. Uh, <laughs> in uh, around 1025, we'll talk to Doug Scoble, VP of Baseball Operations for the Nashville Sounds, as their schedule was released yesterday, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll talk about the NASCAR Daytona road course. We'll get the word from the chicken man and let him gloat about winning his bet. Uh <laughs> So all of that coming up in hour two. Stick around. Don't miss out. We're going to dip off of the Facebook Live here. We're going to come right back on Facebook Live. So if you're on Facebook Live, uh, we're going to end this one, and we will start another one because we want to uh, make sure that, that these are available in different hours. So get in on the show, Facebook Live. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.